One beer, two beers, three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a bloody Mary. Homeboy tripping, he ain't know I got a gun. When it come to pop, man, we do shit for fun. You ain't got one, brother, you better run. Now I'm in the back getting head from my huns. While she going down, I break it off what I done. Smoking on my blunt, saying she ain't having fun. Bitch, give it back then, you don't need none. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Welcome everybody. It's the boys from Illinois, the Pub Time Podcast. Yes, sir. We hot? Yeah. Nice. Finally. Live in the concert. <clears throat> Not live. Live. Live to us. <clears throat> no. It's uh you had a long night last night, huh? Oh yeah, I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little earlier That's than funny. our normal normal recording time. Um but yeah, I had a feeling when I I saw uh, what you were up to last night that you might have been a little under the weather this morning. Uh, McDonald's Coke. That's the only thing bringing me back right now. Should have got the Sprite, man. No. I don't do the Sprites. No? Nah. And Squirt. If I'm drinking clear, it's got to be Squirt. Squirt clear? Yeah. It oh, is, yeah. isn't it? Just the yeah. bottles. The, yeah. Um. So, do a little... Uh, kind of talking some secret society today a little bit with the skull and bones it's probably one of the more popular ones or whatever more commonly known ones i would say yeah and i don't know i don't really feel like there's too many secrets left about a lot of these societies no and my take on secret societies in general this one freemasons whatever is that there's really not a lot of uh, malicious intent to them at all. I think that they're basically a um, social club almost. It's basically just a way to network with other people who want to be successful and uh, uh, kind of establishing that you're going to hold up your end of the bargain to be a good person yourself and do the right thing, but also to advance, you know, anytime you could help lend a hand to, um, another member of said society to help advance them and their career or life in some way that you would do so. And I think that that's what it is. It's basically a club of people who um, all are striving to be successful and are basically bringing everyone else along for the ride uh, in some way, shape or form. Um, It's so one thing I looked at, I was kind of surprised. So out of the 10 secret societies that are at Yale currently. Skull and Bones was like number five, money-wise. Really? They're probably just more... Scroll and Key, where Bill Clinton was a part of, worth $10 million. Jeez. You think, Annually. You think they're just more more well-known people who are a member of Skull and Bones, or just the nature of the rumors that surround this particular society that makes it more well-known or what? Mm, I mean, I think the fact that you're known as the brotherhood of death is, it seems sure. a lot creepier than scroll it, and key. Yeah. Tooth and file. <laughs> Wolf's head. <laughs> right. The Elizabethan group. I the mean, Elizabethans, huh? Watch out for those guys. Yeah. I've met a couple of Elizabethans. Hide your, hide your wives. Um, so on, uh, to stay with the theme of the skull and bones, we talked about doing uh five or five on skulls that you would like to have on your mantle. If you were into that sort of thing. Yeah. So the question I have about this, they obviously have to be dead. That's what I was going to say is, does the person have to currently be deceased? (laughs) I got a pretty crazy lineup going in my mind right now. I'm. I for real, man. I don't have a single one. I don't think right off the top of my head. I'm gonna shoot from the hip as we go. Uh, I'm I'm ready to start it off. Go ahead. Uh, number five, and it's unfortunate this didn't get a, get to happen while he was alive. But I'm gonna take Adolf Hitler's head. Yeah, as big a piece of shit as he was, genius, military wise. I mean, he he 
you know revolutionized the way wars are fought so yeah no he definitely did um if you want to look at just that aspect of what he did for sure uh, just the speed, you know, the whole Blitzkrieg thing was, you know, new and innovative at the time. And, you know, we just were on the heels of World War One, where everybody was, you know, lying up and warfare. shoot each other in the face. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was sort of the perfect storm of, uh, you know, it modern tactics, mo- modern weapons and old tactics, right? It's kind of like what we had at World War One, and then it evolved into World War Two where we had even more modern technology yeah. and modern weapons chemical and warfare sure. doing things out of you know, you know, it was, you, know you figure we were coming you know the civil war was what 60 years prior or so to that where they're literally using muskets and cannons and now we've got fucking tanks and planes and everything else it's just it's wild yeah and like i said I still up to that point i think everybody still kind of fought a gentleman's war Sure. And he completely changed that. You didn't know what well, to expect. I would say, that, yeah, there came a time, because I would say way back when, like back, let's say, like the Romans, the Spartans, that time frame in the world, I don't know if you could say that there was, you know, that's where the term raping and pillaging came from back then, right? Because they didn't just come in and kill your military. I mean, they, they had sex with they, you afterwards. Exactly. Uh, they had their way with whatever and killed people innocent people men women children whatever and uh yeah i think that there was a period in time in our history where there was sort of a certain decorum uh that surrounded warfare and there were rules uh rules of engagement and you did handle things a certain way and hitler sort of was the first modern person maybe to throw that shit out the window um yeah he's just here to win yeah fuck it um so for me <clears throat> number five first person came to mind babe ruth babe ruth's we want the babe's head for a mantle it's the bambino man like I, I think that'd be awesome uh so i think i'm gonna say babe ruth definitely it's funny to think that uh you know just his body type and all his lifestyle if you plug that into today's game you know it just it'd be kind of wild I mean, he was hitting 50 mile an hour fastballs too. I mean, mean, yeah, that just the game as a whole has changed. Um, Technology, the way people take care of their bodies and train and whatever else. I'd take Randy Johnson against Babe Ruth any fucking day of the week. A lot of those guys. He probably never even seen a white man that was six foot tall. (laughs) Right. A lot of those guys back then, um, not him probably, but, you know, shit, they had had day jobs, you know. I mean, they weren't paying those guys. What they Shit. what they make now? Yeah. Um. So yeah, number number five for me is going to be the babe. Um. My four. I'm taking uh, Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. Okay. I might even try to squeeze in a little Ed Kemper sesh on that thing. I don't know. <laughs> don't know what part you lube up, but <laughs> the neck root, obviously. I still can't believe the Kennedys killed her. It's crazy. Oh, definitely. We're gonna have to do a podcast on that, huh? All, all those guys just just covered in so much suspicion. Right. He might even creep into this thing a little bit. But So for me, number four on my list, I am going to go with... Man, this is tough. I'm going to take Jim Morrison. Not Freddie Mercury? No. I'm going to take Jim Morrison. The Doors. He's just so mysterious, right? Yeah, the Lizard just King. The mystery around him. The Babe next to Jim Morrison? Yeah. It's a party. Um, my three, I'm taking a musician as well. Although the skull probably comes in a couple pieces, unfortunately. And that is Daryl Abbott. Dimebag. Okay. I thought I heard, when you said a couple pieces, I thought maybe you are going to say Kurt Cobain. <clears throat> but no, no, I would definitely take time back. Yeah. Much better guitar player than Kurt Cobain. Right. Um, so number three on my list. I'm gonna take Abe Lincoln. Honest Abe. Yeah, that's you're gonna get your pull on that one, huh? <laughs> you didn't gonna, get them round lips from eating uh, square meals. Yeah, I'm gonna take Abe Lincoln. So we got the babe, we got Jim Morrison, and we've got Abe Lincoln. Three very different 
Taking Abe Lincoln to the stabbing cabin. I know where you're going with that. <laughs> we still gotta Shit. we still gotta let that episode out of the bag one of these days. Yeah, one of these days. Probably on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Um my number two. I know who my one is, and my one's for sure he's not changing. So oh, I'm gonna go with uh obviously they got Geronimo, so I'm gonna have to take a crazy horse. I talked about this guy before when we talked about um what was that? It was a famous dead what was it? I can't remember um, what it was. I don't know, Wyatt Earp, maybe. It was Wyatt Earp, yeah. yes. Uh, wild west figures um just the way that guy fought you know what i mean and outnumbered didn't give a fuck real warrior huge fan so number two for me this one's a little more recent as far as his departure uh from the earth but uh again i i want to make this a mantle of very interesting people and um this guy fits for sure and that's the pirate mike leach yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. I fucking love me some Mike Leach, man. You love him more now that he's dead. No, I loved him it's when he was alive. Guys. Mike Leach. All the, the best way. thing that could have happened to Mike Leach was sudden death. I don't know about that, but Jeez. um, my one. I'm going Ben Dranken, my boy Ben Franklin. Yeah. Huge okay. fan. Yeah. They. He has a house in somewhere in england and it hasn't been recent i think in the last 20 years that kind of checking this place out see what's but thousands of body parts buried in the basement so nobody really? really knows what the fuck ben was up to yeah you'd like to believe he was probably doing some sort of medical research and it was kind of frowned upon having cadavers so. and shit back then right. so yeah it's hard to i don't know. see him as a serial killer but yeah, it's hard to say it'd be true um so last one here so like you could go a lot of different directions you know you could go like george washington or something like that but i've already got like you know, i've already got a president what um, about connie Britton? put her um, head up she's there currently still alive oh. um, julia childs so i don't know the wire wyatt Earp thing got my my mind uh my wheels turning and I, I think it would be nice to have someone you know from varying different walks of life and times in history so i'm gonna take doc holiday doc holiday the babe jim morrison abe lincoln and mike leach not one That's female on your list bud party what's going on here what's that not one female on your no list. we discriminate here at the pub at least on this list very unfortunate i mean what do you think like uh oh what's who am i thinking of cleopatra or something like that hey yeah <clears throat> Mark Anthony was a huge fan. Yeah. So, wait, you did your one already, right? Yeah, I did my one. Yeah, ben, ben Dranken. That's right. It's kind of a weird list to make. Yeah, not really. Because like, you got to think, like, obviously you're not going to sit there and, like, necessarily admire these things. I would. Um, I like Skulls. I'm a huge fan. But they all sort of look the same, right? Yeah, like, Give or take. I just think that... uh what makes it fascinating if you know who it's from it's more of a conversation piece like hey did you know that that's ben franklin's skull over there on the mantle charlie manson could have made the list i mean yeah i don't know there's there's a lot of uh interesting decent one. people out there charlie manson um <coughs> oh yeah there, i mean there's a ton i mean <coughs> obviously presidents there's a lot of movie stars or athletes um fuck them presidents Walter Payton. Fuck those guys. Walter Payton? Junior Seau? Yeah. Vince Young. Shit. Well, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Like you're at it. Jeffrey Epstein. To be determined. You could have Jeffrey Epstein. You could have. So before we did this, Pope, I really. Pope John Paul. Before we did this, before we really got into the skulls thing, I'm thinking, I was like, we could have talked about Ohio, what's currently happening there. How that's going to uh, yeah. impact the United States for years and years to come. I mean, you don't, no, I, I don't feel watch, like we could have spent an entire fucking episode. Sure. I don't watch a lot of network news, really, or news at all for that matter, unless it's on, obviously, the most reliable news source there is. That's TikTok. But what's what's the largest moving freshwater source in the United States? Uh, flowing. Flowing would be like the Mississippi, Mississippi River. Okay. 
So that Ohio Valley River Basin runs into the Mississippi River. Yeah, right. sure. And I mean, it, everything. It, it is going to touch a lot of people. Yeah, everything in between the Appalachian Mountain Range and the Rocky Mountains ultimately flows to the Mississippi River. Correct. For the most part. Correct. So, yeah. And I, I love how this is taking place. It's getting zero coverage. Oh, of course. No, because they fucked it up. They screwed the pooch. This is a huge uh That are maybe is meant issue. to be huge fucking issue you know what but, i mean i don't know well the, yeah those the, people we watched a couple hundred thousand people get poisoned live on television right and nothing's happening no i saw that they sent people away from their homes for a few days they come back and like all their pets and animals are dead and shit fema just now showing up like they thought hey maybe this is something we we right. should maybe go check this out yeah well i mean People, the, the people, United States government is growing more and more incompetent. Uh, people in like uh, southern Michigan, one of his last week, snowing up there, and the lady's catching it, and it's like plastic. It's Jesus. basically plastic falling from the sky. She thought it was snowing, but it's plastic. Insane, right? I mean, you released tons and tons of chemicals into the air. And I heard that uh, the company that shipped this stuff. Uh, that the train it was on was not it was not did not have the proper certifications or whatever to be they, transporting they, they it. showed a video of it dragging a wheel for like a quarter mile before it tipped yeah. like one wheel's seized up hot you can yeah. see it on video like just it wasn't like a it wasn't certified as hazardous material i guess at least i heard that i don't know if it's true but if that's you know if they did that to save a buck i tell you what uh this is going to cost a lot more than whatever that Fuck what it's going to cost those people because it's not, nobody's going to get shit out of it. No, These people are going to get shit on hard. Yeah. I mean, poisoned their children, their children's children. Like that place, you might as well blow the whole fucking town well, up. Isn't it like, uh, it's with that movie that came out back like early 2000s, Aaron Brockovich, right? That's about what's getting ready to happen. Three Mile Island or whatever. Uh, no, that was in, uh, was in Arizona, but it was out that way. Dead lead was line, it? dead. Chromium was getting into the drinking water. Three Mile so, Islands out in New Jersey. Gotcha. Okay. But whatever. Yeah. Similar. Not maybe not as extreme, but a more subtle situation of, right, uh, contaminated groundwater. And uh, to be honest, drink. I mean, you're hauling this shit around just to make fucking cheap plastic. Right. Probably time to lay off the shit. You know what I mean? Maybe we don't need as many plastic things moving on in the future. Well, you know, it's not about what we need or don't need. Right. I mean, it's about. Sales. You know, what's plastic made from? Petroleum. See, right? I don't think this vinyl chloride was. No. I think this is a different way to make. Make plastic. I watched a couple old, fuck, they must have been like 1950s school videos. Right. About how they make vinyl chloride. Sodium and hydrogen and something else. And when it's in this fucking liquid state, it's extremely fucking flammable. Well, and I think, too, it depends on. You know, trace, follow the money, right? Follow back to who is, who stands to make the most money off of vinyl chloride. But then also seeing there was like maybe four other train derailments in certain places. Yeah. Getting zero coverage. Sure. It's, and I guess I'm going to tie it into the, like what's going on right now, like the Ukraine and Russia conflict where we just, you know, we said we weren't going to send them tanks and now we're sending them tanks. And, you know, as of right now, we haven't sent them any jets, but I guarantee you that's going to happen too. And it's because of the whole military industrial complex, because, um, you know, someone way up the food chain that is tied in or owns a defense company is like, I think it's a good idea. Well, I guess maybe that's where you, I'm getting with this. I think it's a good idea if you send uh, jets to Ukraine, because that means that my company gets to build 10,000 more. Maybe, maybe like, this train company isn't completely fucking stupid maybe this was on purpose do you mean like to sabotage someone i don't know i don't yeah. know that's other a, than those poor fucking people that's your sure, sabotage. but i mean like are you saying that it's maybe possible? some sort of an act of war yeah oh against the u.s like I said, okay. five of these motherfuckers have been derailed recently this really? one was a huge one okay getting zero coverage i mean yeah. you, it fucking maybe 30 seconds on so the five trains with the same stuff not same but very similar okay with hazardous material very somewhere. hazardous yes did not know that and into but, freshwater systems i mean that yeah. that one basically it 
poured into the ohio river basin well it's it's i try not to think about it because it it will drive you crazy i think and keep you up at night if you really want to like dig deep into this stuff but we are just completely openly and blatantly lied to nonstop. I mean, everybody talks about like living in the matrix or some sort of simulation. Fuck, we're in it. I don't think we're living in like a computer simulation, but we are living in a false world that is being, you know, sold to us that is not real. You know what I mean? Like what, what, what we are told is going on and shit like that is not the case. You know, like the whole, this fucking balloon from China that we let float across the entire country before we do anything. Or there's four or five other random fucking objects in the sky that have popped up. And it's like, they just, they, they just brush over it or they give you some bullshit so, explanation. I've, and I've, most, most people just accept it. <laughs> like, I've, I've completely sat out of the couple <laughs> UFO briefings that the commander in chief has given, because right. after listening to that fucking state of the union thing, yeah, some of that fucking gibberish, that thing, and I understand why it, why it served a purpose once upon a time. When, Type that fucker out for somebody yeah. else to read. Well, I'm saying when the president wasn't readily available on national television, the internet all the time, daily, when this was maybe the one time a year that you might, as a citizen that lived, or, you know. Yeah, it's more of a tradition. That this, was, this would be the one time of the year that you'd maybe hear from the president about his intentions, you know, on the radio probably back in the day or something, where... Now, everybody, it's just a 24-hour news cycle. The president's readily avail for, available for comment on pretty much anything. And so I get it's a tradition, but it's stupid. I mean, no matter who the president is or what party they're from, it's so fucking stupid. These people, they act like children, right? They clap and cheer when they say something that's pro their party, and the other party boos. It's it's the dumbest fucking thing I've but, ever seen. But I'm saying, did you see some of the no. shit they clapped at? Oh, no. No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Fuck no, I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, my God. I wish I had her live right now. Like No, I gibberish, can only imagine. Gibberish. Legit yeah. gibberish. You, yeah. you kind of got an idea what he was meant to say. Right. Oh, they fucking blindly clap anyway. It's like, I know what the fuck he it's just exactly. said doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, no one should be like clapping that way. They probably like it that way. Fuck, it was crazy, man. It's insane. Like the the fact that someone, and again, I don't care what party's from, someone that's obviously has serious cognitive issues issues. It was elected as president. It was propped up there by I legit a party. I, I thought Trump was the worst spoken president we've ever had. This motherfucker giving him a serious run for his money. Yeah. I mean, every day. Sure. Sure. No, I mean, it's, it is, it's gibberish. Like he doesn't know where he's at at the time. I think I wonder what kind of drugs he's on, like to keep him halfway, like, give me some, (laughs) I mean, like, it's unreal. Like they just like, I don't know. You wonder who's pulling the strings right behind it all. I mean, it's probably not even like someone that's actually in politics. Do you see that? I sent you that TikTok last night. My dad sent me or whatever of uh, this guy that's reading off. He's like, is this the NBA or the NFL? Yes, 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 yes. This many hundreds of them. Felonies. Felonies, sex offenders. Domestic uh, abuse. Yeah. Credit scores in the 500s. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's all these terrible things. This is your 439 senators. Yeah, he's like, it's not the NBA or the NFL. It's Congress. (laughs) It's like, fuck. But you do nothing about it. That's the bad part. No, we never clean house. All you have to do to look at that fucking clown in Pennsylvania or whatever that they elected. Like, all you have to do is be willing to, to try to push forward someone's agenda that's got the money to support you and get you in that role. Like you, you, if you have any intention, I mean, the fastest way to not get the fastest way to get kicked out of politics is to have any motivation to invoke actual change. I did like, notice he's breaking down. He didn't make her very long. Did you see that? He just that? checked himself. Oh boy. From Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, just really? Checked himself into a mental health facility. <laughs> did he really? So that he's going to resign, I'm sure. And then, They'll plug someone else in. Yeah, that'll be how it goes. But his family's probably set for life, right? They probably wrote him a fat check, and he was their little mascot for whatever. That was great, yeah. And like I said, if you have any intentions of actually doing something productive. You ain't doing it in politics. You you won't be there very long. Uh, 
you will either un- you either allegedly unalive yourself or you'll just be or do it removed your own self sounds like that's where this cat was trending he's ready to end her end her all i don't know man what about sarah palin did you see that picture no how's she looking she's looking good but i look like she's getting a little wild a little tummy tat and shit oh really them titties hanging out i mean this is all on tiktok of course but remember when they came out with that it's like nailing palin palin dude's fan <laughs> lisa ann owes that lady every dollar she's ever earned i know she was the best uh impersonator of all time i mean you think some of those skits from snl with bill clinton right fuck she's really good excuse me so what do you think we're ready to get into the uh skull and bones the order of the bone i don't see why not Uh, so uh skull and bones also known as the order order 322 they go by the brotherhood of death my favorite um they're an undergrad secret society at yale university which is in new haven connecticut um the oldest senior class society at the university skull and bones has become a cultural institution uh, it's known for its powerful alumni and various conspiracy theories. Uh, it's one of the big three societies at Yale, the other two being the Scroll and Key and Wolf's Head. And like I said, there is the Elizabethans. There's another one that starts with a B that I can't fucking pronounce. Um, I imagine that the Elizabethans, every time you say that, what I picture in my head is you've ever seen the movie. Well, Mat- fuckers are drinking tea right Have now. Have you ever guaranteed. seen the movie Matilda? Buttered wigs. No, I haven't never seen Matilda. Not all the way through. And the uh, the woman that's the headmaster of this crazy school she goes to is the uh, her name's the big chick, Mrs. Trunchbull or whatever. That's what I imagine all the Elizabethans are. Is it, it's the big one that looks like a PE yeah, teacher, yeah. giant beastly women. Yeah, um, nothing so against PE teachers. It sounds a little like when you hear these different societies: Scroll and Key, Wolf's Head, Skull and Bones. Sounds like Yale might be hogwarts it looks like it <laughs> like, too. so i watched a couple videos like just the campus itself i mean it looks like it's from the 1700s have you heard you ever watch uh they don't have i'm sure they still have them on tv but like the travel channel and stuff used to have like top 10 burgers or whatever well the place that the cheeseburger was allegedly that thing is bullshit i've louis but louis lunch fuck you seen it It comes on bread yeah and they cooked in like a fucking toaster something like fuck that, out of yeah. here with that hamburger yeah i'd try it try to tell me how good it is you've I'd seen it though it just gets clamped in that basket and shoved in a little box right. fuck that yeah. ain't no burger suck my dick louis it gets cooked with fire suck my dick louis <laughs> the place looks like it's about as big as this room and then you serve it on bread right bread it's like motherfucker i've had a couple hamburgers on bread before we've <laughs> talked about this but like, the, a bun is when bread. i was seven but a bun is bread a slice of fucking bread <clears throat> what's the difference huge difference how though really what's the difference now i understand if you're gonna say you like, go to fucking wonder dog like and a brioche they serve, bun they... compared to like white bread yes different a fucking sesame seed bun compared to a piece of sliced Dude, bread sesame seed has no flavor to it it's no. What's a sesame seed taste like, Brian? It's delicious. Gotta give bitches toasted. <laughs> you uh, continue to eat it on fucking sliced white bread, then asshole. I, I'm not saying I seek my burgers out on no sliced like bread. But the next time I order you some, that bitch is coming on sliced <laughs> white bread. I don't give a fuck what it is. Uh, so they're they have an uh, an alumni organization known as the Russell Trust Association. So how many fraternities do you think is owned by an outside corporation? uh i don't at know yale, maybe it's more common yale, every one of them yeah i mean it might much. be more common than what we know um and like on campus only known as bones like yeah. that's that's how they're referred to that's how the yeah. students refer to it faculty yeah so the the russell trust association they own the, the the skull and bones and they own the real estate and they oversee the membership um the society is known informally, as Ryan said, as Bones, uh, and they call the members Bonesmen, members of the order, or initiated to the order. Um, 
I said the bonesman thing. I'm, I I dig the death aspect of this. Memento Mori, like that's their motto. Right. Huge fan. I get that, and well, I think that's what draws a lot of. I'm sure we'll talk about it, but the whole idea is that they view death right as the great equalizer. And yeah, it's coming that, for everybody. And that all that matters is what you do with your life while you're living, because right. the moment we all die here, we're all now equal. Right. Um, so. And maybe that's part of the reason that they have skulls of certain prominent people to just demonstrate that in death they all look the same. So now we don't we don't have it in here, but like when they step foot in the tomb, their clock, their watch, whatever they're wearing is five minutes ahead of time. Sure, yeah, they they live five minutes ahead of time, bones Um, time or bone time, whatever fuck they call it. But they they have a grandfather clock in their ritual room or whatever that is always set at eight o'clock p.m um and i guess just the whole concept of around this in general is that when they're in the tomb which is what their facility is called that they that they they time get lost is meaningless. You know, time is meaningless it has no relevancy whatsoever and also i found out when you are initiated that is one of the gifts you receive is a grandfather clock really so, not sure what it you know, obviously it's got right. some sort of tie to something. But. Sure, yeah. And so they select their members among students every spring uh, as part of the university's tap day. Um, they've done this since 1879. And uh, since the society's inclusion of women in the early 1990s, Skull and Bones selects 15 men and women of the junior class to join the society. Uh, the Skull and Bones taps, uh, they tap those uh that they view as campus leaders and other notable figures for this membership. So I kind of botched a little bit, but what they do is they, they kind of, you know, I think there is like, they physically will walk up to someone and like tap them. And that's how they know that like they're under consideration. Then you get bagged. Yeah. Bagged and tagged. Yeah. Really? You get bagged and taken into the tomb, but it does sound like they have released their, you know, maybe, Came off their beliefs a little bit. I mean, they've opened up to other races now, which is very nice of them. Uh, right. Females obviously being added in the 90s. Right. And uh, even members of the LGBTQ yeah. have became recent members of Skull and Bones. That's interesting. Which, I mean, I'm sure there had been in the past, just it wasn't maybe as known possibly oh you tell me herbert walker ain't stared down a barrel of another man's penis that's for sure um or howard or william taft what one thing i find interesting is a lot of other sororities like or fraternities you usually don't be a dick called a sorority but you usually attempt to join them as a freshman right we're here you don't uh you basically spend your first three years on campus if this is something you're interested in um so you know they, they even the, belong to other fraternities you know trying to show that you're maybe bones material and uh yeah so you get to join before your senior year but it's one of these things as we'll keep highlighting that it's not just something that you're a part of for the duration that you're on the yale campus this is a a lifetime sort of deal and they meet on thursdays and sundays is there any significance to that no i not that they're going to come off i'm sure yeah. there is but but the meetings obviously could take anywhere from an hour or two to a whole day event, so yeah. depending on what's happening. And so, um, like other Yale senior societies, the Skull and Bones membership was almost exclusively limited to white Protestant males, as Ryan mentioned, for most of its history. Uh, while Yale itself had exclusionary policies directed at particular ethnic and religious groups, the senior societies were even more exclusionary. Um, and we'll talk about it later, but there's <coughs> there were some guys I wish, like I said, I wish I would have put them down, but they're right. really about the time of the turn of the century with uh Hitler and um, what was the doctor of death, Joseph Mangala. They're really big into eugenics, the Aryan race, and whatever else. And it right. sounds like some of these guys maybe even dabbled on that for a while, so. So a semi-occult secretive brotherhood like Skull and Bones uh, needs a semi-occult secretive lair where they can hold their initiation ceremonies. In the early 19th century, Skull and Bones rented out various on-campus halls where they would hold late-night discussions. But in 1856, uh, they finally constructed the tomb. 
It's a windowless brownstone where uh, Bonesmen would meet privately every Thursday and Sunday, and no one knows exactly what's inside the tomb, uh, but there have been a few uh, expeditions inside by curious outsiders. So in uh, 1876, a group calling itself the Order of the File and Claw, um, named so because what they used to break into the tomb, wrote a pamphlet about what they found inside. Rooms outfitted with black and red velvet, uh, pentagrams on the walls, and photos of an alternative society in Germany. A few years later, another group broke in and found a gruesome scene. On the west wall, hung among other pictures, an old engraving representing an open burial vault in which, on a stone ta- on a stone slab, rest four human skulls grouped about a fool's cap and bells. What's this? Like a joker's. Oh, grouped about a fool's cap and bells, an open book. An open book, several mathematical instruments, a beggar's script, and a royal crown. So obviously like, those, so those are things weird they use. Shit. Those are things they may be used in ritual or so but I, it does sound like the idea so they talk about that alternate society in germany the um william taft's father and i can't remember the other guy's name that originally started this thing uh he had attended university in germany for a while was a part of a group very similar brought yeah. that back with him and that's where he gotcha created so, the idea for this i've heard a little bit about deer island it looks like we're gonna talk about um the other thing i i dislike a lot of times you look through here and this is with anything and everything they're like oh it's got masonic ties sure you know or unfortunately you know that's the oldest fucking fraternity right so anytime you're getting a group of men together for whatever purpose secretive about how you get in what you do you know the whole bit right ultimately it's going to get tied to it you know what i mean i don't know i don't see many similarities other than the fact that you have a group of men getting together for whatever purpose under the veil of secrecy right but so tell us about deer island um rich white people i mean they fucking own an island in upstate new york that is there's sounds like it was pretty prevalent you know in the early 1900s since then it's kind of taken a shit you know there's a there's videos on youtube where you can see it from a distance it kind of looks like it is kind of went downhill i would say yeah but it was a place where they could go and hang out it's owned by the russell trust association so that's interesting that um the fact that bonesmen never paid any dues to be a part of the society unlike your traditional fraternities where i'm pretty sure you owe dues of some kind um but they do send out um annual letters requesting voluntary contributions to the russell trust association and which i'm sure is well funded obviously uh, about five million dollars a year <laughs> yeah uh for them to continue to do what they do but uh we talked about our famous skulls but it sounds like there are a few famous skulls that are kept in the tomb yeah, Geronimo, which we told that story. Uh, Prescott Bush, a couple guys dug it up and yeah. probably the femur bone so they could have the skull and crossbones. Right. And 20 of Geronimo's relatives tried to fight it in court and lost. <laughs> yeah, the judge was probably a member, <laughs> was probably a bonesman. And supposedly there was some law put in place in the 90s that you couldn't dig up people's bodies and keep parts of them. and. <laughs> Obviously, they were in before that, so they got grandfathered in the right. skull of Geronimo. So Martin Van Buren. Who would want Martin Van Buren's skull? Obviously, the bones. And then Pancho Villa. Where the how fucking far did you travel to get Pancho Villa's <laughs> right, dome right. and bring it back to put it on the couch? That's crazy. Um, so like all secret societies, Skull and Bones had initiation phase. Uh, the initiation requires candidates to lie down and in the coffin wearing no clothes receiving their sexual history revealing their sexual history to other candidates yeah i've also i've also heard they like they have to lay in that coffin and fucking jerk off yeah so everybody's watching like so the idea i did some i've done a little bit of research so the whole thing is you know 
they allegedly put you in some sort of a coffin because they are ceremoniously being reborn um, going to you know you're going to die and then yeah you're going to be reborn um what i think it is, is a bunch of rich white assholes no different than epstein's island like, right we were, we were going to take pictures we we're going to film you know i have sure, dirt on you point. you have dirt on yeah. me and that's that's probably a really good point um no doubt about that so so tell me about some of these conspiracies that surround the Bonesmen. So one of the first ones is that they had a huge part in the creation of the CIA. I've heard that. Yeah. And that it was the easy way to keep tabs on people. Um, you could basically look into new members, you know, their backgrounds, whatever else, see if they, you know, fit the bill to be a part right. of the order. Makes sense. And... A big tie with that too is the assassination of JFK, which not G Dubs. What was old man's name? H Herschel Walker. Yeah, H Dubs worked in an offshore oil company at the time. Well, big part of JFK, the Cuban Missile Crisis, he had put you know, a big part of Vietnam had to do with oil. Right. That I don't think people realize to this day. And some of the policies he was getting ready to put in place would have wildly affected this oil company that the Bushes owned and a couple of other Bonesmen owned. Right. And that uh, just, you know, so, Bobby, you know, <laughs> just never recovered let's from get, that. Let's get rid of it. And I do think that that's these societies we talk about. I think there are a lot of parallels between them and the mafia. Now, the mafia is more outwardly has a history of more like outward violence you, and, and they get involved. You want to know the difference. And I read something that kind of, you want to know the difference between the mafia and secret societies like that? Sure. All the heads of those five families are currently sitting in prison. Right. None of them are. Yeah. And and that's what I was going to say. I mean, their, their violence is, it's, it's more outward public violence. Um, the, they're, they're in, the crimes that they are the organized crime that they're involved with is more like what you would consider perhaps like petty crime, like in the sense of drug, drugs, guns, things like that, gambling, um, which are, which are, which are very out in the open where I think that these secret societies, they are operating, they are doing illegal shit, but on a much, much higher level um, than, you know, with the average American person where the mafia is interacting daily with the average American people. Um, these secret societies are not. And while I think in spirit, like I, I don't think that they were created, any of these societies were created to control people or control the world or take over. But I think that what's happened is, is you, you get people together. They all of a sudden, you know, some of these people become rich and powerful. So then they want to, you know, let's bring in other rich and powerful people that can help us advance our, collective agenda whatever it is and it's just this commitment to each other almost like friends but just on a really fucking serious level like it's this commitment to each other that i've got your back you've got my back we're going to do whatever's necessary to protect and continue to advance things that are in our best interest and if that means getting rid of somebody then so be it if that means you know doing some fucking really shady shit so be it like so you got to think too. So this thing was created in the, uh, I know it said 1879, but I know what happened before that. So let's just say 1850. Okay. We'll take a, a rough medium. Right. We'll say since 1850, there's been what? Maybe see Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president. So there's been 30 presidents since then. We'll say three of them have been members of skull and bones. Right. That's a pretty good percentage. A decent amount, yeah. From one group. How many, do you know off the top of your head, how many of them have been uh, Masons? Presidents? Yeah. Probably quite a few, if I had to guess. But, I mean, at one time when Bush and Kerry were running against each other, they were both. Yeah, both Bonesmen. Yeah, and that that shows you right there that the, the influence or whatever that, is coming from the skull and bones. It far it supersedes Republican, Democrat, whatever. They, just you know, money. No, it's just about Old money, money, yeah. money and influence, power. Um, 
Yeah, because I doubt they could give a fuck and about they, each other's po- yeah, policies. Yeah, because even even uh, George H.W. Bush, when he you know when he rose up through the ranks, he had fellow bonesmen donated a lot to his campaign, did the things they had to do to put him in a position to be elected president. And then when he is elected president, um, he returns the favor by appointing a lot of them to his staff in different roles. Uh, George W. Bush did the same thing. Right. Uh, if John Kerry would have won that election, he would have done same. the same thing. You know, yeah. uh, you know, there was money on both sides of that from from the Skull and Bones. And then, like I said, oh, okay, you're now my director of whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean. You're not you're you're the head of this head of that department. I mean, just and that's the way it works, you know. And I mean, if we're on the topic or we were earlier of incompetent presidents, let's talk about fucking dubs, right? Probably one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever, you know, listened. Well, Dick to. Cheney was the president. He was just he did not have the personality to get elected by the American people, so they needed to find someone that was that had the pedigree and maybe was a little more so likable on the surface. But right. as far as when it comes to what came to policy and governing and stuff like that, you know, he deferred. To but I think that shows Cheney. you the power of this group. They could take a guy like that. Sure. And put him in, you know, right. quote unquote, one of the most powerful offices in the world. And what's funny is everyone's so critical of these societies and the way that they are abusing their power. But we all do this in some way, shape or form all the time just on a much smaller smaller scale right i mean i don't it's like i I really i don't have this kind of pull for anything no but i'm just saying in general like if if i were to if i were to start somehow tomorrow start some sort of business that would that you know let's say i fell into like uh say i won the lottery and i could buy an already successful business that was just going to be on automatic like i couldn't fuck it up whatever it is I'm going to buy this company, whatever. And then I'm like, Hey, um, I'm not going to pay you a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, Ryan, to be the fucking whatever, the, the ball scratcher for this company. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're my, why buddy. did you choose that? Like, occupation for me? <laughs> but just cause you're my buddy, you're going to do this and whatever. And, and that's, that's, I mean, we all would do something similar in that situation if given the opportunity yeah but that's what i'm saying I, I feel like a lot of us obviously don't have these opportunities no and, and the reason that the that everyone has i mean theirs are on the maybe highest maybe this is highest that level. white privilege we're always talking about this is it theirs are on the highest highest level yeah i mean where um they I, ain't I, eating fucking hamburgers on sliced bread i'll tell you that it might be doubt it doubtful <clears throat> they might be um obviously you know, their ties to the Illuminati, fuck everybody. Sure. Everybody ties everything to them. Masons, Illuminati. If you're right. up to anything. Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. So I don't necessarily buy into that one a whole bunch. The Gray's Taproom Podcast. Illuminati. Illuminati. Uh, and then the eugenics. So I wish I would have put a little more into this. I listened to a pretty good podcast on it. They used to have these better baby contests back in the day. Better baby Oh, and they had family contests, but basically just trying to find the whitest of the white. Yeah. And they were really into it. One guy even opened a eugenics lab. Hey, all right. <coughs> white people. Baby names. Piper. White people have ruined baby names. Piper. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Now, but I would say this at, at the same time. One thing I've always found funny is I think that um would i black black people i feel like they take a common name and they put add some extra vowels and shit to it instead like in front of it like la marcus ja marcus la marcus Lashawn. um you know i don't know like latroy but i I think it's it all the time held caucasians at gunpoint to go off the deep end the other way yeah it's like i raise you i raise you latroy right White, white people call them come back with i don't know jackson right. hudson hudson yeah some shit like that 100 percent. and then everybody's gotta get all wild about how they spell it right oh i fucking hate that it drives me crazy <laughs> like uh 
Yeah. And then you try to pronounce it the way it's spelled. Well, that's not how you say it. Right. Fuck it ain't. You talk about weird words. Um, have you seen, you've probably seen this young lady. She's on TikTok. Uh, she's Irish. She's Irish, but she's also, she's, she's an Irish lesbian. She's yeah. very she's beautiful. She's got a really thick Irish accent. Nothing I enjoy more than a good Irish lesbian. So, and, uh, and not but, red hair. But she'll talk about like how they pronounce different words and she'll mm-hmm. pop up on the screen and like, they don't sound anything like what yeah. they look Siobhan. like and shit yes, like yes. that. Like, especially based off the way like we pronounce things. Um, the big part of that's Gaelic. I mean, so you're just seeing English letters, right? right. In the Gaelic language, so definitely it's going to be pronounced different than we we fuck up everything. Let's be honest. True, I would say so. Or or we try to mash it into our mold and wonder why it doesn't. You know, yeah. like I can understand it. It does seem wild. I mean, to us, it makes sense because we've always used uh, the fucking. Why, why am I having standard such a hard measurement? Time? Yeah, standard measurement as opposed to. Uh, metric metric system yeah, fuck metrics but like the rest that's of the one fucking, thing i'm on board the with. rest of the fucking world uses the metric system you know what i mean fuck it's like em. why why must we like insist we on being different in that sense we must and i'm okay with that one just because <laughs> i'm too old to be trying to learn it the other way around well at this point yeah but like when you start How to many like fucking kilometers it? there is and uh kilograms that's about the only one i would probably know yeah but it is but thing is, we mix it together, though, even. We even make it worse. It's like not like we exclusively use the standard measuring system. We like we, we mix it, it to, for certain things. We mix it together, you know. It's fucking weird as shit. That's why people hate us. Yeah, like... Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Like, okay, on, on the football field, you know, it's 100 yards. You get on a, you walk to the track that surrounds that football field, it's now 100 meters. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, we uh, bastardize just... <laughs> everything, which no. is okay. Or yeah, you run a mile on, you know, hey, I'm running a mile. No, you get on a track, it's now 1,600 meters. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, most of it, I don't want to. I'm too old to try to convert back. If we start teaching the kids now, maybe, fuck it, I'd be on right. board with it. But Okay, boomer. What? No, no I get me it, though, myself. Yeah. I'm well, especially in your profession, yeah, man. Like you measuring shit all day, every day. Like, yeah, give me total, them halves and quarters all total, day long. Total mind fucked. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, what? So, like, I mean, obviously a meter, but like, as you're getting smaller, what are the, what are their units of measurement? Centimeters, millimeters. Oh, duh, fuck, <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot! God damn it! <laughs> centimeters, basically the same way yeah. ours is broke right, down, right? Feet and inches. <laughs> but that's all right bud jesus Fuck. it's okay no we had some forms for a while we built these uh concrete cells and the forms we got were from overseas so even the blueprints everything was centimeters millimeters yeah it's blowing everybody's mind so they they went and bought a couple of fucking metric tape measures <coughs> i said we could just take the print measure each one put down what it is in feet and inches you know because right. it's going to be a common measurement right and just put it on the master in that way when someone's looking for this piece or this piece you don't need to go find the 200 millimeter piece you could get the six inch piece right but so we rocked metric tape measures for a month or two and yeah. these old guys were like Fuck, blah, blah. it's like <laughs> they're all pretty common you know it's right. like 200 100 400 like right right if you found the 200 you should be able to pick out which one 400 is just right. double that size sure but it was blowing their minds i'll bet well, obviously it just blew my mind a second ago <laughs> centimeter millimeter Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> it'll get better with time I'll yeah promise. hopefully hopefully it does um i don't think i don't think we fuck these guys hard enough i don't know what do you mean though like I don't know. It's 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 fascinating. I didn't look like as if we were setting out to like make them look bad. No, no, fuck. They got too much money. Um, it's it is. I like you said, man. I find it fascinating, interesting. Um, 
I like the history part of it. Yeah. I like digging in. Yeah, I dig stuff that where there's like traditions. And Nowadays, like it's probably not as cool as we fucking think it is. Yeah, Back then, maybe they were. Up I to mean, it is. It, it's, it's, it is. It's just a society made up of the rich and powerful, is what it comes down to. What it comes down to is we're not fucking welcome. No, that's the unfortunate part. You know, and if you haven't seen the movie, uh, the skulls or whatever, that's it's based off of this. And the Good Shepherd. Yeah, I've not seen that one. See the skulls. He gets a job in the CIA. Imagine that. Craig T. Nelson and Paul Walker and the I can't think of his name, but the dude that plays Charlie Conway and Mighty Ducks is in it. Um, and the other guy from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, well, that's who it is. Yeah, he's in Dawson's Creek or whatever. It's yeah. the same, same guy that played Charlie Conway. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, but they showed Deer Island much cooler than that right movie i don't think it's nearly as prestigious when it was basically just a place to get away and hang out i mean it sounded like they'd have family events there and things like that i did the more i looked into deer island there was a couple stories i found like how it came about and how they you know got it it's a pretty awful story but basically oh man they like fucking tribe of indians hit up with some smallpox or something basically left them on that island to die it was Jeez, it's not great. Not the bones, but the country, the United States government, gotcha. did it. Um, no, that's that's definitely terrible. But I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be fucking cool, man. If you had the money to own an island, that'd be fucking sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah, but especially in up, <laughs> upstate right. New York. Fuck yeah, get your pull. What would you do if you had an island? Would you put on said island? Not children. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not children. <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> Maybe they're mothers. That'd be um, about it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking huge parties. You kidding me? Right. You fucking all over that place. Like Woodstock minus the shitty music. <laughs> would you would you put an Irish pub on your on your island? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'd just pay some asshole stand over there and pull beer all day. Like right. see you at seven tomorrow. No, that'd be pretty sweet, man. That'd be pretty sweet. No, we 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 went out last night for some drinks, and there is a decent was a decent little place around the corner. Fucking Gablehausen buys it up, and basically just a fucking shack. You know what I mean? It's gonna fucking fall into itself. Because which place that that McMahon's? Oh yeah, this is a decent little Irish place. So he bought it, huh? Or had some investors. You know so how what is it? Goes yeah. What uh? Just sitting there rotting away. Nothing's there. No, I think so. Used to be good food, decent little place. You know what I mean? Not, I not remember a, when it was what Knickerbockers or whatever. Yeah, a long time a ago. Long time. And it burned down. They put a little money into yeah. it and opened it up as that Irish place. It was good food, shitty right. service. That's what put them out of business. So you'd fucking wait. I mean, right. you'd be looking at the bartender and not get a fucking beer. Didn't? Oh, I was saying. I thought it was. Wondered if it was Knickerbockers, but it wasn't Knickerbockers. It was Kepps. That bought the cooler for a little bit, right? Yeah, and served cheeseburgers and shit right. on sliced white bread. <laughs> yeah. No, they probably did. Be when, like, oh boy, I had like sleeping a, in the had, cot. Like, a cot in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after that, There's was a... it Tony after that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. Yeah, the cool, very unfortunate, just not so cool anymore. No shit. Um, should so go down there every now and then just to fucking knock the dust off that place. Yeah. The uh, I remember going over there to Knickerbockers though, and oh yeah, it was a decent place. I remember being busy, man. Yeah, and I don't know why that place couldn't be either. You got that fucking Kirk's Corner. That place is. I mean, I'm a fan of hole in the walls, but god damn it, son, I got way too many teeth to be sitting in that place. Yeah, fuck, Sunnyland's finest. Jesus. <laughs> then you got them other two shitholes down the road, the one stop and. Yeah. Oh no, that fucking place stays open. Right. There's the other one that's right there by it. Something barbecue. Um what the fuck? It was uh is Alpha Bravo still open? Over yeah, there? their food's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um that chili shoe. I remember when that was Harold's hamburgers, man. Fuck yeah. Back in the day. No sliced white bread there. No. No, obviously my boy Harold and I make a decent burger. All right. Who we fucking today? Do you know? 
I think we only have but one choice. All right, I'm going to let you surprise me. All right. All right, everybody. It's been fun. I know what we're going to do next week. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Good. We'll see. So we come up with. Get any ideas? Hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pub Time Podcast. Give us your ideas. What do you think about That's that? That's right. Hell yeah. Send us some ideas. All right. Here. No beers to crack, unfortunately. You got one for me, though. There we go. All right. Here's to those that wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Fuck you, GW. Who else could it be? I mean, be honest. I'll do a Georgie boy like that. If that fucking chip would have tried a little harder, it had been done a long time ago. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. I won't deny it, I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. I got the police fussing at me, but they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 he's a very nice.